Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Wives podcast. I'm Jerry Carabin. I'm Ginger Hendry. And I'm Kathy Rumsey. And we are here today with returning guest and very dear friend, Mary Dalba. Um, we've had her on talking about different things. We, we, what have we talked about? We've talked about magic. We've talked about Wicca. We've talked about a, a bunch of auras. different things. Auras. Auras, yeah. Mary's got a lot of um, amazing spiritual energy therapy stuff on her plate that that what she does so uh we love having her back to talk so um say hi mary hello everyone hi <laughs> very happy to be here so today we're really kind of psyched because uh we're going to talk about hypnosis um and we think it's a really important topic we just talked about this a little bit because um you know i think when and Mary's going to probably address this right away. But I think what, what people think about when they think about hypnosis is what we were just talking about before we hit the record button. And, you know, probably every high school in the world, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it was just my high school was weird. But I know we had a hypno, hyp, hypnotherapist guy come in and like bring people up in the stage. And before you know it, they were like clucking like a chicken or something. Um, so I think people um, that makes people uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like that out of control. Like I was thinking, oh God, oh God, oh God. Never yeah, that would make years. me never want to be hypnotized. Exactly. It would make you never right. want to be hypnotized. So Mary, dive in and talk to us a little bit about the basics of hypnosis. Sure. Yes. So hypnosis is really easy to define. It's when you're either very relaxed or you're very focused. That's okay. it. So actually, as a society, we're in and out of it every day. Um, if you're driving somewhere and you forget the trip, you know, or you miss your exit, you're in a stage of hypnosis. Um, if a smell, you know, pulls you in like a smell from a bakery pulls you into the bakery, you're in a state of hypnosis, the smell hypnotize you. So it's something that we actually uh, are in and out of sometimes light states, sometimes deeper states every day. So it's not something that is designed to control you. The stage hypnotist is actually a huge um, study of hypnosis and folks who like to do entertainment, they can. But here's how it works. I'll tell you guys how that works. If you go to a stage show, they usually do two things. Now, I haven't studied this deeply, but I, I do know the basics. So there's two things they'll either do. The last for volunteers. Volunteers will go up on stage or they'll put everybody into hypnosis and see who shows the most indications that someone can quickly go in. So you always, everybody has tells if I'm a hypnotist and I'm, and I'm working with you, you have tells that you're in hypnosis, your eyes flutter, you need to swallow more, your, your coloring changes. There's different things. So the stage hypnotist is looking for that because that means you're very susceptible. So if you volunteered and they've already done sort of like a basic hypnosis session on you and seen how susceptible you are, you're a perfect candidate to be on stage. Because you're, you're saying, I trust this hypnotist. I'm going to go up on stage. I know it's going to be something where they're doing something outrageous, but I'm agreeing to it. 
So to like basically, extent. like we said before, like I would never raise my hand to say, yeah, bring me on stage and make me look mm-hmm. like, a, like a fool, you know? Right. But if I right. did come on stage because I'm, I would be so like, mm, 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 I would mm-hmm. not be a good candidate. No, you're not going to be good for the show. He exactly. wants people or she wants people that are good for the show. And if you ever do see one, what you should do is watch. There's usually about 10 people on stage and the hypnotist will be working with one or two people or they'll say something and then three or four people will do it if they're doing it to the group. Well, your eyes are focused on the people doing it, not the people who aren't. So that's how they get by with it because you're like, oh, that person's, you know, like standing up and trying to take their shirt off or whatever. Well, they, there's the other person on the other end is not doing anything. Well, you're watching right. the person that's doing something. So that's, you know, there are techniques, let's say it that okay. way. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can't, if you're highly susceptible to hypnosis, which I am, I wouldn't want to be one of those shows because I would, you know, and I like to be on stage. I've done stuff on stage, you know, I've taught classes. So I'm like, well, sure. You know, and I would so be, you'd be the perfect candidate. Oh yeah. I know better. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, but if you're using it in a therapeutic sense, um, we're not making anybody bark like a dog. <laughs> but we could give you cues to feel more relaxed when you're going into a test or um, when you see the sky, you feel brighter and happier, happier to lift, you know, sadness. We can make all kinds of suggestions to help make changes in your life. And that's really the difference between hypnosis and meditation. While meditation is used for change, hypnosis is dr- like drawn to, or, um, you know, d- made to create change. Got so it. meditation can be like, well, we're just kind of going through this and relaxing. Hypnosis is like, here's some suggestions to get things changed up in your life. So a call so, to action. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. So yeah, Kathy and I both did, um, uh, past life regression therapy training with Brian, Dr. Brian Weiss. Yeah. And that is, is you put, put your clients in a, yeah. in a, in a, in a hypnotic mm-hmm. state, right? but, but they're aware of what's going on around them. It's not like you're like totally gone. And then you wake up and you're like, Whoa, where, where was I? You know what I mean? Well, I, don't I, know. I, I feel like some of them were like, didn't, didn't know where they were like they were pretty in a in a state but they remember when you come out of it they remember yes. what they did yes. or what they were what they had been talking about um yeah and and they can they can you can tell them that you, they feel safe uh you know if they're you know if they're uncomfortable in a certain situation they can like okay look at that from like above or whatever right. one thing that i've noticed when i've done that with the past life regression clients is they're like whoa I can't believe it's been 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like what other, so when, do people come to you to do this? Are they sitting in front of you? Do they do it over the phone? Do they? I don't do over the phone. Cause I like to see people's reactions. If they're yeah. having a reaction to something I say, I, I would rather see it. Yeah. Um, so I've done zoom sessions, which is great. Cause I can see you um, or, you know, in office and, Really, my goal is to get you very relaxed and to work with you on what you want to change and make it very personalized. Um, Past life regressions are interesting. I also do those because um, sometimes people see some stuff, you know, from the past, like the world was a different place. That's what I always say. You know, we're different place. You could have been in a different part of the world. Um, And so I think as as you were talking about, um, you're able to have 
separate themselves. You're able to have them um, see it from a different view. So they, again, have control. You're saying to them, if something's bothering you while you're seeing it, you know, take it from a higher view. Or I usually do like put it on a movie screen. You're watching it as a movie screen, like on a movie screen, and you're not feeling any emotions from it. Um, because I think these are things we want to explore. We just need to do it safely. So that's an important thing when you go with a hypnotist. You know, the safety is really um, extremely important because you want people to come out and have a good experience at, at a hypnosis. You don't want them to say, I had this terrible experience. I'm never doing it again because it's life changing. Yeah. So, and you, know, you want them to feel safe, safe space. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what, what can people do? Like if I were to be, if I were to book a session with you yeah. and I want to be hypnotized mm -hmm. and I really want to have a good session, like what can I do to ensure that I have, that I'm most easily hypnotized, if that makes yeah. sense? It does. It does. So the first thing that I always say to people is you have to feel comfortable with your hypnotist. So I'll do, you know, consultations with people and talk about what they want to be hypnotized for. And, and if I'm the right person, if they feel like I'm the right person for this, because we all have our different specialties and things we want to work with. So it's, it's really a conversation to say to your hypnotist, this is what I want to work on. Um, I can say, Hey, that's great. This is what I can do. Um, and then we create the session together. So it's really just me facilitating the session. Um, you know, I have my skills, I have the, the, you know, how to relax people and things like that. But when we do the work together, I want it to be your words, my clients' words, my clients' ideas, you know, um, and what they feel at the time. I'll give you guys an example. Yes, please. Yeah. So, yeah. So I do smoking cessation. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. And um, this woman came to me and I sat down with her. Now I have all these techniques to talk about how it affects your health and, and all this different stuff. So I said to her, why do you want to quit smoking? And her answer was... I hate that it could wrinkle me up and make me look terrible because I don't care about the health stuff. She goes, we're all going to die. Awesome. Yeah. She said, but I don't like how I, how I would look as the years go on. It wrinkles your skin and ages you early. So when I did her session, I would have her see herself in the mirror and, and the skin was starting to wrinkle and she could see it was sagging and, you know, it was, it was discolored. Like, you know, I did all these things to make her feel like if she kept smoking, this is how she's going to look. And then I moved her to another mirror and had her see herself all beautiful and looking young and people complimenting her on how young her skin looked and, you know, how they were taking years off her age. Couldn't believe it. So that was what worked for her was to feel like I need to keep myself beautiful. Because if I could have said all these things about health, she would have been like, hmm, I yeah, don't care. Doesn't that's, that's, so interesting. that's brilliant. So now right. how did you train for this or did you... Yes. You know, so there's obviously a specific way that you put somebody in that really relaxed state, but then you have to, do you use your intuitive place Absolutely. there a lot? I mean, obviously, you, you know, if you're intuitive, you use it for everything, like to figure right. out, hmm, let me get two mirrors or is some somewhere in a book, somebody said, right. get two mirrors. You, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, I think it's a good use of your intuition and creativity. Um, because it was, you know, when she said that to me, I was a little taken aback. I was like, oh, she doesn't, you know what she doesn't yeah. care not that she doesn't care about her health but it was secondary yeah so i was like well let me think about if i was really wanted to have myself look good what would i want that to look at? oh i'd want to see myself in that way so but it does work you know i get these little i call them hits i get these little hits like talk about this you know <laughs> got it I'm like, okay, yeah i got it so um it's it's again there words but sometimes the spirits are in there saying have them see themselves in their best outfit whatever it is you know it's um yeah, I have some guidance from the spirits on that too. That's yeah. awesome. 
Yeah. So what that. other things do people come to you for hypnosis for? Um, I mean, a lot of different things. Some of it is very the intuitive spiritual side. So how do I connect with my um, spirit guides? How do I become more intuitive? Um, you know, working on a habit that you want to do spiritually, like automatic writing and stuff, being open to that. So things like that. Um, also from, uh, I get a lot of sports people who want to have better golf games, better hockey games, mm. um, skate better. You know, I've had a, I've had someone who was uh, competing that we had to work on skating um, that. So I get a lot of sports ones. I love them. I love them because usually they're younger. I'm not that I listen. I love older athletes too. I'm an older athlete, but the, when the young ones come, they're like, okay, I'm ready. You know, they go in, really <laughs> which is great. Um, you know, also some, some health things. So smoking, um, losing weight, um, feeling good, you know, um, does it work for anxiety? It does. It does. And what I do with folks and with anxiety things is to not necessarily bring the anxiety in, but to show them how they can live without things. Mm. So what would they like to do that their anxiety is not helping them do, you know? And so instead of saying you're going to, you know, lose your, your inhibition on that or whatever, it's more of like, let's picture yourself, you know, mm. even if it's on a movie screen, you doing these things that you want to do um, because the mind really likes the positive stuff. That's why affirmations work so well. Your mind doesn't really like the knots and the negatives and the those words. They really like positive things. So if you're talking to yourself, little tip for everyone, if you're talking to yourself, um, you want to make it positive. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I am in I am in ideal health versus I don't have whatever. Right. I am in ideal health. So because your body goes, oh, I like that. I'm in my ideal health instead of focusing on what you want to get rid of necessarily. Yeah. So yeah. So that's just a little tip to everybody. If you Oh yeah. That. That's a law of attraction thing. We focus yeah. on what we want as opposed to what we want to let go of. Yes. You know, it's so funny that you say that too, because that's so important, like all the way through everything. Right. I was just listening to, I bought atomic habits, which is an old book mm -hmm. uh, that I've been listening to on audible. And the author said pretty much the same thing. Don't picture what you don't want. Right. which is law of attraction, picture right. yourself. I am, let's say you want, you want to be an athlete, right? Or you want to be, run the marathon or whatever. I am an athlete who's going to run the marathon. I, you know what I mean? All positive things. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, I just think that's so important all the way through everything Yeah, is to yeah. picture that. Well, that's um, how athletes, oh, 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 sorry. you go ahead. I, that's how athletes work though. So you think about it, they do a lot of visualization. If you listen to some of the greater, great, greatest athletes out there, they would visualize mm -hmm. victory and doing yeah. things that, you know, they say, Oh, it can't be done. And they're like, watch me. So a lot of their stuff is visualization before it happens so that they go out and their body's like, Oh, we're doing this now. Okay, let's go do this. So it's a huge tool that, that we can use, you know, whatever way with through meditation or hypnosis, hypnosis makes it you know, a little extra. That's what yeah, I well, tennis, tennis players do that when they, when they miss a shot, mm -hmm. they actually immediately after they miss the shot, go through the motions of the correct mm -hmm. form for hitting the shot. Well, kind of thing. It's really neat to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had talked a little bit before I started, I have a, you know, it's an app and it's the and and this was the first time I ever did this, and I really liked it. The combination of the guided meditation slash hypnosis because they're guiding you into that relaxed space, and then they do the you know the mirror thing or or whatever. Right. Um, so I had said before, I I you know, and anybody who knows me, I have a real hard time with needles. 
Um, and so I have to be lying down, da 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 da. And um, it it's difficult for me. It's an extremely stressful. And I have to get labs like every six months, sometimes every three months. And it's really like a nightmare. Um, and so this, I looked up this, this, you know, hypnosis for fear of, it was injections, but same thing, you know, and I went yesterday for my labs and it wasn't as bad mm-hmm. as it, it, my anxiety wasn't as bad as it normally was. Now, one of the things that this app says is like, do it multiple times, do it multiple mm-hmm. times. So that's what, what I was kind of getting at with you. Um, is it sometimes a one and done? Is it ever a one and done? Or is it always, we need to do this several times? No, it can be one and done. It, it depends. Be? Okay. It, it can be like, I've, I've done a smoking cessation and one session there. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, it depends, I think, on a lot of different things and what technique will really work with you. I think um, reinforcing it is always good. It's like reinforcing habit. So um, yeah, if you know yeah. you're going to get more blood drawn, then it would be good to to continue to use it Yeah, because yeah. you could see an article on TV where it says, you know, something happened with a, with a blood draw and you could go, whoop, you know, yeah. so we want to keep it in practice. Um, I don't know if they use this technique, but I love this technique where it's like, all right, you're driving to get your blood drawn, you're relaxing even deeper, and you're walking down the hallway to the to the lab, and you're relaxing even more, and you see your person, and you smile, and you take a deep breath, and wow, you just feel so relaxed, and you get in the chair, and you put your arm down, and it's like you could go to sleep. Like, I use that a lot for different, you know, when you know you're walking into something, anxiety can yeah. build. Um, mm-hmm. so that's a technique that I use. Um, and I use that for folks that are flying. There's a lot of fear of flying, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. Um, but it's like, you know, I know I'm going to the airport tomorrow and I get in baggage claim and I, even though it's taken a while, I'm like feeling so relaxed because the plane is safe and this and that. And you know, when I, yeah. every step we get you yeah. a little more relaxed. So when you walk in, you're like, huh. yeah. I like that because that's not what th- this is that, you know, it was g- great and everything, but yeah. I like yeah. the fact that you're more, um, a the intuitive part but b your you like you said at the beginning you you customize it almost absolutely uh to this this person and i would imagine that like okay so suppose like it's me and i sit down and i'm like afraid of needles you're able to um uh, kind of judge the degree right of you know psychosis or whatever but also oh that's good here's another question i know where this came from mm. and mm-hmm. it was a childhood thing yeah i mean i don't you know it, you know is there a guaranteed snap that that you know stamp that that's where it came from mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious that that this is where it came from because it was a needle situation it was a kind of a very traumatic thing when i was i was younger so if I were knew that and came into you and say, look, here's where I think it stemmed from mm-hmm. you, would you um, kind of feel your way around? Like, Ooh, maybe that's what we address or do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I would, I'd ask you your experience with that and see, you know, was it that you said it hurt and no one came over and they said, no, we just got to do it. Whatever the experience was. Right. Yeah we can always regress back to that time if it's safe for us to do and have you experience that in a whole different way and then bring it forward. To that the present would day. be so cool. Yeah. You can do. Oh my God. Yeah. I actually, let me, let me tell you a funny story. So a friend of mine, um, 
you know, very dear friend. She was with someone for eight years. They broke up. She was devastated. So she said to me, broke up with me on Friday, stayed in bed until Sunday, and then called you and said, I need to get the old Francine back. Right. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't mind if I told the story. She's she's a dear friend. Um, so I said, OK, you know, we can we can do that. So I sat down and I wrote this before I saw her. I sat down, I wrote this thing and I was like, let's bring you back before you met this person, your confidence. Like she told me all these things. I wrote it all down. And so I did the session. She said, OK, I think I feel pretty good. And after that, I and one of the things I put in there was because she was worried about going to the same place he was. I said, if you ever see him, you're going to look at him and say, Ah, oh, he's someone I used to know. I'm not going to feel any emotion around all this stuff. She texts me like two weeks later. She's like, Mary, I saw him. I didn't feel anything. What the heck did you do? And I was like, I didn't do anything. You did it. You know, it's you not me. It. I gave you the suggestion. You took the suggestion. That's the other thing. You know, you have to be open. But she said after that, she was like, you know, meeting different people, going out and having fun. She was like, I thought I was going to be down for like months. It was, she was fine. <laughs> So address so, that a little bit again. I know you kind of you kind of did before, but it's not you. You're it's us. It's the person. Right. How does that right. work? If you can explain it, I don't. Yeah. Well, your brain is a very powerful tool, extremely powerful. Yeah. Your brain will not do anything it doesn't want to do. And I hate to use this example, but like, let's take someone who's dating someone who there's a thousand red flags and their brain's like, no, no, they're fine. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. so. I can get there. Yeah. Oh, oh, hello. Um, but so your brain is a powerful tool. So if you don't want to do something and you sit down with me and I can use a thousand different techniques to try to get you to do something, it's not going to do anything because your brain's going to go, nope, 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 nope. This is why um, I say to people, I can't make you do anything you don't want to do. I can't make you bark like a duck. Because mm -hmm. if I give you that suggestion, your brain will go, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go against my moral compass. I'm not going to do something that doesn't make me feel good. I'll, I'll, I'll give you another example. This is one that I absolutely love. Um, this gentleman called me, um, said, I need to quit smoking. I, I asked him a few questions. I said, great, come on in my office. So his, him and his wife came in and he sat down across me. She sat down next to me and she started going on about how it smelled, how she hated it. She's going on and on. So I said, oh, he's not saying anything. So I looked at him and I said, let's just be honest here. I said, um, do you want to quit smoking? He goes, let me tell you something. When I get up in the morning, he goes, I don't even get up. I open my eyes. I reach over to the counter and I pull, get my cigarette pack out and I light a cigarette. And that gives me life for the day. No, I don't want to quit smoking. And I looked at her and I said, as much as I would love to help, he's, I, I, I'm going to take your money and it's not going to work. So I don't want to do that. Um, but he was like, no, it's like it's it, like when he described it as his life force for the day. That's how he gets her. I'm like, this right. this guy has got no intent. He's doing it to make her happy. And that's wonderful. But it was going to be he's going to go out and light up in his car. I mean, yeah. that was it. So, right. wow. yes. Yeah, wow. So I could have worked with him. I could have tried. But he, he was already like, no, no, I love my smokes. These are this is what yeah. my important to me. It's like wow. my friend. So he had no intention of quitting. And I was like, well, that's unethical for me to take his money. I'm not going to do that. Right. So she was. He was upset, but I said, listen, when he's ready, he'll say he's ready. Come back and see me. We'll get, we'll get it done. But he's, he's not in the place. He goes, nah. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. Oh, yeah, so the fact that, that I, I, you know, would like to completely get over this fear and would like to just breeze into any lab in town and sit in that wacky chair and have him do it and boom, I'm out of here. So 
because I would like that to go away, I would be more susceptible. So is it just, is it just telling your brain, Hey, no, let, let go of that. And mm. think about this. It's just giving you another story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it think about when we learn something new and it sort of, it shifts our perspective on something. Right. Right. We thought it went this way and now, Oh no, there's a new way. This is the same thing. Your brain goes, Oh, there's a new way. Cool. I'll go that new way. But it's so mm -hmm. used to doing the same thing over and over again. I'm sure you guys have talked about pathways through the brain where, you know, the brain's just, this is what we do all the time. Well, now you're standing yeah. in the brain. This is what we do now. And the brain goes, Oh, all right. I'll go. We're going to do that so, now. So is it brain or is it subconscious? It's well, I or say it's both because both. they're, they're, they're knocking against each other. Got so it. when you're, when you're doing a session in hypnosis, of course, you're working with the subconscious, right? But what's happening is in daily life, um, your conscious and your subconscious are bouncing against each other all the time. Do I, um, you know, do I believe this? Do I know that is my moral value? This is, you know, um, am I going to do that? So we have to do in hypnosis while you're in the session, it is all subconscious work, but it has to make sure that it's, it's knocking against the conscious in conscious time. Do you understand what I mean? So yeah. we got to do yeah. good work while you're in the subconscious. So when we're in the conscious state, like right now, when they're bouncing against each other, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm no longer a smoker. You know, I, I hung out in front of my friends and, okay, let me check. Oh, no, no longer a smoker. I don't want cigarettes with my friends. I don't want whatever. And um, it can be interesting because I've done stuff like I've had people come to me say, I want to quit smoking uh, cigarettes, but that's it. I don't want to quit smoking <laughs> anything else. <laughs> so I have to be very specific to say you are now a non-smoker of cigarettes. cigarettes. Or, right. Mm -hmm they want to smoke other things so i mean i can respect that because if i if they're not going to quit anything else then what how am i going to even try why am i but they're hell-bent on quitting cigarettes so we just focus on the cigarettes that's really interesting yeah, yeah. i love that yeah so you said before about how you want them in front of you mm -hmm. as opposed to over the phone yep um go into a little bit of what what how there's a difference have you ever done it over the phone no, I, I do it um in person or a Zoom. Like I have to be able to see you for me. Okay. So we because... Zoom, you have done you do do it in a Zoom. Yeah. Okay. So is it like I tell everybody sitting the in a Zoom and they're kind of in that state? Are they like uh, like in their they, chair or uh it's it's sometimes it's the uh, you know in the chair. Yeah. Um but sometimes people just sit on the couch and they get really nice and comfortable or whatever. I just the reason why I need to be able to see people is because if you have a reaction to something I say. So if I give a suggestion and you have a big reaction to it, say we're in a past life regression, this yeah. is where sometimes it can come up and you have a reaction. You've seen something. If I can see that I can go in and then say, all right, so what, what did you just see there? What's going yeah. on? So we can, you know, soothe it or make Got it more it. relaxed because yeah, your face is doing all kinds of stuff. Your eyes are yeah. fluttering. You know, you can, you know, I've seen people kind of do this or, you know, like, with their eyes closed. So it's like, okay, tell me what's happening there. Yeah. Okay. So um, you're, that, it's a, it's a, it's a tell for you or whatever. Like it's what, a tell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what just happened there? Right. Yeah. Um, that, you know, and, and maybe pull things out of them a little bit more. It's really interesting because I actually did a uh, past life regression over the phone not too long ago. And it would have been really better with this particular person if I could have seen her face. Mm-hmm. Um, cause she kept saying, nope, nothing, nope, nothing, nope, nothing. But if I could have seen her face, my guess is I would have been like, no, 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 there was something right there. Right. right. I mean, not right. in that way, but yeah, some you know people, I mean? some, sometimes people don't think 
they dismiss something things. they saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so Mary, I, oh, I'm sorry. We talked about like um, trying to to shift things, like get rid of maybe lose weight or smoking or that kind of thing. But what about? And it popped in my head because of this book that I was reading. But what about habits? What about somebody who was procrastinating or somebody who should be doing something and can't kind of get in the in the groove? Um, would it work for that? It would, but I would also sit with people and say, "All right, tell me what you're trying to change." Mm-hmm. And how that's going to work for you. Because again, it's like, I, I'm one of these people, like I can't, I'll go, I'm going to do, start doing this tomorrow. But if I try to shift everything at once, it doesn't work. Like yeah. my, my mind starts saying, why are you depriving me of that? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I would say, well, what, how do you want to build that habit? You know, do you want to work on it every day? Do you want to work on it? You know, say it's like exercise, you know, saying you're going to go to the gym seven days a week is Dumb. probably unrealistic <laughs> right but saying you will go to the gym or go you know exercise or take in you know some walking or whatever it is x amount of days or however is comfortable for you like we would say it in ways that would um introduce it in a way that's pleasant because listen sometimes habits were like i really don't want to do yeah you know right. but if we can find a way that it's more um appealing that's definitely going to help yeah, you know, yeah. so and, and sometimes getting underneath it, like, why do you procrastinate? You tell me why? Why is it? Oh, I hate, you know, I'm procrastinating on all my bookkeeping stuff. OK, do you need to hire someone? Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes you can get to underneath it to figure out what's going on there. And um, and then we say, OK, now we're going to help you make the best judgments to hire someone or to maybe split the tap. You know what I mean? So it's a different session. So Got it. I yeah. think that's important, like to be able to speak to people and see what what do you want to do and. Let's see what, you know, the obstacles are and how we can switch that. Cause I want to give you suggestions to get you there. Yeah. So I want to jump back to the, to the smoker who I don't like, I, oh, I, life. I live for my cigarettes. Like what <laughs> if he was like, I don't, I don't want to quit smoking, but my wife wants me to. So I'll try. Like, would it work? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm just thinking of someone who has a habit. Who's like, I know I should give up this habit. Mm-hmm. but I don't want to, but my love, I don't, wants me to, I don't I love really her, so. want to, right. but I know I should. Yeah, no, I wouldn't hypnotize him yet. Someone on the fence you can get over. Like, so I I'll say like someone who's a smoker, that's like, what am I going to do? Like I do this every day. This is a habit. I'm a little afraid. Like, I feel like I'm giving up my friend. That's different. I can push him over. Cause okay. I can say, well, well, smoking, what's, what's quitting smoking going to do for you then? Oh, well, I'm going to live longer. I'm going to see, you know, my grandkids, okay. stuff like that. So I, I create those visions. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone like the the gentleman who was like, I, he really was there for his wife. Like he didn't say it. But yeah, so like, unless his wife was like, I'm going to leave you. And he valued his wife more than his cigarettes mm-hmm. is really what it would come down to is he'd have to value his relationship more than he valued his cigarettes in order for it to have a chance at being successful. What, awesome. what, it, what it wasn't come down to is he'd have to choose. He'd have to say, OK, yes, no matter what. OK, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'll try and start, I'd say, you know, yeah. why, don't, why don't you think about it? Think about it because I don't want it to be unsuccessful for you. I don't want you to walk out and say, it's not, you know, it didn't work because we weren't there. We just weren't there. It wasn't going to be enough to tip them over the edge. Mm-hmm. Like my friend, it was, she wanted to feel better. She didn't want the pain, you know, it was easy to tip her right over the edge. Cause she didn't, she was in, you know what I mean? That's what you, when you're doing this work and really just in general, if you're going to make a change, you got to be in. Right. You right. got to be in, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. 
and uh that's that's what works is you you know you're dedicated to it or you're you're finding a reason to do that over something else mm -hmm. a better reason yeah so, you have yeah. to want it not yes. not want to want it because i've had that right. myself i really want to want this right <laughs> yeah yeah well it's sort it's sort of the same thing what we were talking about with you know my wife wants me to do this but i don't want to do this we kathy ginger and i have probably and yourself as well mary and other things that you do my guess is it's been <clears throat> a you've had somebody say oh my husband really needs to have a session with you mm -hmm. or somebody really needs to have a session with you i've had people come and said and and uh book a session and it was fairly recently she booked a session for her son mm -hmm. and i had to email her and say now wait a second right is he in right is he in on this right or is this like you're going to sit down and you're going to talk to her right because if right. you're going to sit down and you're going to talk to her forget it and mm -hmm. she was like no 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 he's totally in but i think we've all had that where yeah so and so said i had to do this where you're like yeah. you yeah. know because they're not in right nope. so it's it, it's kind of kind of being being similar there the other thing i wanted to ask you again going back to like seeing something in their face and this yeah. may be just kind of stupid question but um so if you're kind of giving someone a suggestion or something when they're in that and they're like <laughs> you yeah. know can you use those to like okay i gotta back this out a little bit or you can you use those to tweak sort of like if you give them a suggestion and they're clearly like yeah no right right well, it comes up sometimes with um, weight loss. Like I'll say, imagine yourself at your goal weight. And I've had people say, I, I can't, which mm -hmm. I, again, totally get. So I'll say, imagine yourself in a place that you really feel good about yourself. You know, and maybe they'll imagine okay, themselves yeah. where they are right now. So you have to, the, the reactions, and sometimes it can just be a simple, like, you know, like their eyes blink. You're like, all right, there's something there. So right. let me reframe it. Re, you know, re, exactly. re, um, okay. yeah, redo that so that we can get it to a place where it's going to, it's going to stick. Okay. Exactly. So that's what I was That's thinking. why. Yeah, yeah. Seeing people and their reactions is really, to me is very important because people can just, they call it an ab reaction. Right. Um, and people is simple things. Um, their mouth can move like it's just very simple but I'm you know I'm like eagle eye looking at people. yeah um and when I do like group sessions I'm usually walking around looking at people if I'm doing a group session I'm, and we're in person or I'm here you know I'm I'm watching you because I want to make sure everything's good and your okay, body so you, your body can't lie your body's gonna react yeah. so talk a little bit about group session what would a group session would it be like a group of people who want to quit smoking or a yeah. And, and what I usually say is I have, you know, a structure and I'll say to people, we'll have a discussion about smoking. So say I was, um, I had a group of six people. I talk about what the benefits of, of quitting smoking were like, just kind of getting that buy-in and talking about tips that may be helpful. And then I usually give people a break. Cause if you have to go to the bathroom, um, you probably should before you're in hypnosis. Cause you right. can feel everything very, <laughs> very, you know, um, so much. So I, I hate for people to be uncomfortable, but I'll also say, come on up to me. If there's something you want me to add in, that would be personal to you. I can make it for the group. You know, I want to have a better habit of, you know, exercising. So I'll say, and, you know, for folks here, uh, you know, everybody here, um, you will exercise to the capacity that you're able to for health and well-being that makes you happy. Like, so I can. Yeah. You know, because one person's right. One person's idea of exercise is, you know, five days a week, two hours 
a day. Another person says three times a week, I go for a half an hour walk. It's within your capacity, right? So saying that can open it up to the group. And then, um, yeah, then they go in their hypnosis session and I'm just seeing what's going on. And then they come out and we talk about feedback and off we go. And yeah. so when you, um, do you do like a counting thing to put them in and a counting thing to bring them out or... I, yeah. Um, I, I do use that technique. I use, I love visualization. Just okay. love it. Yeah. Um, so I'll ask them like places they like to go, you know, things that they like to do. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, one, one of my uh, clients said to me, oh, I love to go to the beach and read. So I had her on the beach with her Kindle. And every time she flipped a page, there was a new thing that we were doing from visualization, you know, oh, we're on the cool. next chapter. And, you know, so, um, but it was, you know, she pictured herself. It was easy. She got to the right to the beach with her Kindle in her hand. She was like, oh yeah, it's my favorite thing. What beach? Oh, I go to Wingersheek. Okay. Wingersheek beach, you know, beautiful summer day. It's the perfect temperature. It's no one's really around you. There's not a lot of noise. You've got your Kindle, right? So now I create this like really relaxing scenario. Yeah. And then yeah, we're going to go to work. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything um, <clears throat> like any tools or anything? Like I've done some again in, in an app or whatever, where it's like, they'll say, bring, you know, your two fingers together. And whenever mm -hmm. you bring your two fingers together, you're going to feel this sense of calm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. do you, is there anything like that that you do? Yeah. So they call those cues. Right. And I definitely use them because, um, you know, I've had people, um, like I mentioned, what some of the, the hockey, I've worked with hockey players. Well, you know, they trash talk sometimes. Right. So, um, and it was a female sometimes. college hockey player. So I would have her like put her hand on her arm or put her hand over her hand or you know, do something that she could do. It, it was putting her hand on her arm. I remember that. But I said to her, what can you do that you're going to look like you're standing there and you're not using a cue? Like, because, you know, if people like this, they're going to say, well, what? So right. I'll have them sometimes fold their hands because that looks natural. If you're in a meeting and you fold your hands, right? people right. aren't going to question that. So right. she said sometimes she stood with her hand on her arm. I said, so when you do that, when you stand with your, you put your right hand on, on your left arm, you will relax to the perfect state at that time that you need. So if she needed to be hyped up, She'd need to relax that much. But if she needed yeah. to like not listen to people, she'd re relax to the right level. So yeah, that's all she had to do was touch around. Um, so that's yeah, cool. but I try to do cues that are not like, so, you know, cause I, I, I hypnotizing people and you're giving them things that they're going to look ridiculous doing. Right, they're not going right, to, right. No, Stand on like one foot and, and twist right. your body, you know, whatever, right. like, anytime you get into Eagle pose, you're yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go into tree pose. <laughs> But if you tug, even if you tug your ear, yeah, you know, that's an easy one. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, cues are really great because, especially for future things, if people are going into meetings or they have to perform over and over again, having a cue it just reinforces that, oh, that I can get relaxed really quick, yeah, or you have to go get a blood draw, right? <laughs> you know, and so you, you give them the cue while they're under hypnosis. So I'll ask them what they want to do first. I'll say, what, what what would work? Like I said to that hockey player, how do you do you stand? Or is there a way that you can stand that they wouldn't notice you're doing it? So I'd ask them what cue they wanted. And then I would just bring it into the session so that they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We talked about me folding my hands and I would relax. Boom, done. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, there's so many wonderful things you can do with it. Um, I've had people that have wanted to learn how to walk in high heels and they were worried they were going to like break their, their ankle. And their <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. So, 
Yeah. So they were, you know, I'd have them gliding in their high heels and being able to go upstairs and, you know, feeling confident in the heels and trying on heels that felt good to them. They didn't have to wear what they didn't want to wear, like things like that. Like it's, it can be used for anything. I absolutely mm -hmm. love that. So now that people um, are like, Ooh, I think I want to um, hook up with Mary, know that it, anything, <laughs> and it, really anything, anything, because your mind is, is thinking one thing on something. Like I, I get people who will say like, I'm not going to meet anybody. Well, yeah. If you keep telling yourself that you're not going to meet anybody. Right. But you know, we can work in hypnosis to say, you know, you're meeting, uh, you know, wonderful people, quality people, people who match your values. Um, if you, if someone doesn't, you let them go gently, however you want. Like, you know what I mean? We can kind of work with people to, um, do, do really anything that's going to help enhance their lives. So yeah. that's awesome. That is so good. I love so it. How long is a session? Um, an, uh, an initial session with someone's usually 90 minutes. Cause I want to sit with them and talk with them and, um, and then if, you know, we need subsequent sessions, uh, you know, 45 minutes or so. Okay. Um, yeah. So especially if, you know, I've had folks that sometimes do a series of sessions. Yeah. So by the time we're hitting the sixth session, I'm like, all right, what, what are we doing today? Oh, I want to yeah. go in and, you know, I, I want to go to the beach today and I want to talk about this. Boom, boom, boom. Off we go. You know, it's. So I'm, I'm going to, I hate to harp on this, but I think that people could substitute the whole smoking thing. I don't want to quit smoking. My wife wants me to quit for all other habits. Like Ginger said, like. I know I, sh you know, the whole, I know I should quit this habit, but I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Can you, could you ever have someone where you go, like, I have this habit that I know I should break, mm -hmm. but I'm not ready to say I want to break it. Mm -hmm. Would a first session be, let's talk about more about getting you to want to break the habit? Yeah. Does that, so, make, does that make sense? It does. I know so, where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So my um, tactic, if you want to say, would be, well, how would life change if you kept holding on to that habit? And how would life change if you let go of that habit? Okay. Because sometimes the answers that come out, it's like, oh yeah, I didn't really realize it was affecting me like that. Right. And like so, you said before, that might not be a hypnosis session. Right. 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 That could turn into coaching. That could turn into right. something else. Right. But I think it's that that's the thing. Like some people, it's real fear to give up habits. Like yeah, I've had this yeah. habit since I was a kid. I don't do I want to give because this is my comfort. Yeah. Right. So, right. you know, sometimes we have to say to folks like, OK, well, tell me how life will change if you give it up mm -hmm. or tell me how things will get better or tell me, you know, and sometimes people will say, well, you know, maybe it's not that bad. And I'll say, all right, here's the pros. Here's the cons. Like, what do you want to do? And it, it's okay. I think we all have to be invested in making change in our lives. And sometimes we're just not in, in a certain place to do that. Right. I understand that. Um, but you have, uh, you have the tool of hypnosis that is so powerful that can make things, um, you know, really enhance your life. If you want to say it like that. And sometimes I notice like people will come to me and we get underneath things where this, the reason why they came to me originally was like they, they called because of smoking. But then we get underneath it and say the smoking only happens when X, Y, Z is going on. Uh, All right. So how do we handle the stress of that? So when this is happening, uh, how do we handle the? OK, maybe we need to talk about that and replace the cigarettes with a different healthy habit. Mm -hmm. But it's getting underneath it because sometimes, um, you know, we know that our habits are our, um, dare I say, addictions. Um, or covering up something else. So, right. you know, we all listen. I love shoes. I mean, you know, so 
<laughs> we all have our, yeah. you know, our things that comfort us. So um, how do we, how do we find other comfort? Right. Yeah. And so right. sometimes does it, have you, can I have, can hypnosis bring up some of that other stuff that you're like, Oh, okay. Like, so we've, we've worked on this thing and now we're good on that, but Oh, that came up. Right. Yeah. We touched on that. Yeah. Um, it's, it does. Um, and depending on where it is, as far as what it's touching on, you know, you have to be careful. Um, you want people to come out feeling okay. Yeah. Um, not so, coming out saying, okay, now I got another problem to deal with. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, that's why a discussion with folks beforehand is really important. And you have to build that trust so people feel comfortable before right. they're in a the session to say, this might pop up. Or, you know, I, I had a woman who said, I don't know if I can be hypnotized because I disassociate. And it was a group session. I was doing a group session. I said, well, if, if anything comes up, open your eyes, you're safe, you're good. Like we're, don't feel like you can't open your eyes. And, and that's the other thing. Like you could, if you're in the middle of a hypnosis session, you, you can open your eyes and walk out the door. I can give you that suggestion, you know? So it's not like people can't do it. I just say to them, why would you want to do it? If I get you that relaxed, why would you want to open your eyes? Right? You know? um, yeah. But yeah. she did, we got halfway through the session. She popped her eyes open, um, this woman. And I said, no, bro, just relax, just relax. And she said to me after, she said, I, I didn't think I could do it. And I said, that's okay. She didn't know me. All mm. right. But then she came to me privately. No problem. Not, yeah. Yeah. So the group session just didn't work for her and that was, and that was okay, but that's yeah. how we met. So that was a good thing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's so great. don't ever feel like you go to a group session and you need to like, Oh, I need to keep my eyes closed. This is making me uncomfortable, whatever you, you can always say, you know, I, I don't, this isn't working for me. That's fine. Um, but that's why trust is so important when you talk to people. Am I the right person for you? That's the, like I said earlier, am I the right person to hypnotize you? Maybe I'm not your person and that's, that's okay. I can recommend you to like the national guild of hypnotists. They have people who have specialties, you know, or other hypnotist organizations, they can find you somebody, you know, I want you to be with the best person possible. Yeah. Yeah. That is so great, Mary. Thank you so much for all that, because I think it really does. Um, I love that, that we just had that discussion. So people know it's not about cooking like the chicken, right? Um, <laughs> I, you know, and, and it can be used for anything like love you for mentioning the wearing the high heels, Yes. Like who in the world would have thought of that, but that's brilliant, you. you know, so it can be used for anything. And, and, um, I'm here to tell you just in doing the little ones in an app, mm -hmm. it has made a difference. So if you can do it in person, oh my God, um, right. you know, right. like really, really powerful stuff. So, um, so thank you so much for being here again. We love our Mary mm -hmm. and everybody that's listening. We do all of her information is on the website, psychicwives.com. So you can get in touch with her and, and all her contact information and all that stuff is there. So um, again, we thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, you can find us on, uh, what's our drill? Apple Podcasts, mm -hmm. Spotify. Uh, we're also now on YouTube. Um, so check us, check our channel out on YouTube and give us a like if, if you can and also look forward um, to our lessons from our sessions that we've been um, kind of putting up there too, just little mini little videos on YouTube. Um, so yeah, until next time. Be well and be kind. Thanks everybody. Bye. 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 
Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.